on August 12th, 2020, that's prime COVID, by the way, we were all still more or less trapped in our homes, realizing this was going to take a lot more work to stay safe. I was spending a lot of time, like the rest of us, online. Someone named Rick Ruler tweeted the question, what's the funniest NBA moment y'all have ever seen? User Dave Clegane quote tweeted and answered, on God, this was hilarious. Now I know I'm not allowed to say that, but this is my podcast. He wrote, on God, this was hilarious and posted a clip from an NBA moment I had never seen before, ever. It honestly doesn't even make sense for me to describe it, but this is a podcast. I got to do what I got to do. What you should do is go find the clip online. It's on our socials at First Ballot Pod on Twitter, at First Ballot HOF on IG and threads. I realize those should be the same. Here goes nothing. Carmelo Anthony tries to drive on Kevin Durant. He bumps into Katie's chest and then immediately crumbles to the ground. Now, a player getting injured isn't funny, but what happens next is funny. It's very funny, and it's not up for debate. As teammates gather around Mello and check on his well-being, the game just goes on. It continues. Anthony's slow to get up, and you know, sometimes, you know, they're going to play. Let's go. Like life. Finding a way on Isla Nublar. The ball is inbounded. The Oklahoma City Thunder push the ball up court and then they turn it over. They let it go and Smith intercepts the pass. Everyone's confused. J.R. Smith tries to get a cheap bucket by driving to the basket. Well, they're playing around it. And it's a travel. They call it travel. And all the while, Carmelo Anthony, NBA superstar, is completely splayed out on the court. He's just laying there. He doesn't move. They're playing around him. And I got to say, it was hilarious. On God, this is first battle. Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and inducts them into the First Ballot Hall of Fame. You all know how it works. We pick a moment, we appreciate it from all sides, and then we decide if it's good enough to make it into our hallowed hall. One of the big things I do for the First Ballot Hall of Fame is I don't let shit in. If your moment is shit, or even kind of shitty, I don't put it in. That's how it works. I'm your host. My name is Neil, but you can call me the podcast Jordan Clarkson, half Filipino, half Austin Reeves. I'm not always right, but I'm never, ever wrong. Coming to you live from the Shaquille O'Neal Office Depot, big and tall executive suite desk chair in my basement. It is what it is. Today's episode of the First Ballot Hall of Fame podcast could be sponsored by that Seinfeld blooper where Jerry Stiller says, what the hell does that mean? And then he yells, you want a piece of me? Let's listen to it together. My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. You got that right. <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> what 
the hell does that? Come on, okay, let's go, let's go. <clears throat> that means whatever the hell you want it to mean. You're saying you want a piece of me? Uh, our guest, do you have any thoughts on this blooper? It's my favorite blooper ever. It's seriously, it's like, so I don't, good. I don't know if you played that for me or did just to put it in. It's my favorite blooper of all time. Any show doesn't matter. The way Jerry Stiller like just stays composed, but his his, his ridiculous just being right and his his oh hair and gosh. everything. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus cannot keep it together. There's certain points where Jason Alexander <laughs> just rolls on the floor in laughter. The extras, the, I've studied the extras in the background throughout the yes. whole time trying to keep it together. It's my favorite blooper ever. It's oh so God. good. No, I did. I played it ex especially for you. I saw that you <laughs> wrote that it's your favorite blooper it's, ever. The, and I love bloopers. Best. Man, I love a good blooper. Mm. You know who loves bloopers? My wife loves a yeah? good blooper. God damn, she loves bloopers. Anyhow, uh, yes, you're right. The there's something just about the shape of Jerry Stiller that's funny. <laughs> he's like a little boxed off and like I he's very funny to even just to look at. Yeah, his his hair is like a, like an orange, like one of those like electricity <laughs> globes from like the early nineties. You would touch it and like, oh my god, shock my finger. Like that's what it looks like. Oh my god. He's just he's the funniest looking comedian ever. And then Julia Louis Dreyfus's laugh is so full of joy that you just can't. There's like no way you can watch this no. clip and not laugh. And it's her. It's her. She laughs with her entire body. Yes. Right? It's not just a reaction. Yes. It is. It is a convulsion uh, of laughter. Very good. I, I. I. I've been thinking a lot lately about. I don't know. I, it's, I, you. You put it in your Twitter. This is how I saw it. You said this is your favorite blooper, and it comes up on your algorithm. I, I guess because I liked a couple of blooper clips on Instagram, I keep getting fed a ton of bloopers. And it does make me think back to shows that I've worked on. Uh, breaking on set and like everyone having – that is like the best part of the business by a mile. Yeah, Being on set with funny people and watching them try to make each other laugh and everybody laughing and going, who cares if the, we ruin the take? It's like we're not using film anymore. Like we just do it again and then people can't hold on to it. That is truly one of the best moments in this business that you can have. It's one of it, it's just like it because it shows that like they're enjoying it too, yes, right? Like they yes. find it funny too. Like one of my not to mention another podcast. One of my favorite podcasts is Smartless with uh, yes, Jason so Bateman, good. Jason or not Jason, <laughs> Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Um, and you know they talk about all the time about how like how hard it is to get Bateman to break, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was watching mm -hmm. last night. I was watching. They're the, the on Max the road. Thing. Yes, yeah, the Max thing. Too, yes. I, I, I started watching last night. I watched the first episode. I, I think I got through the second episode too. Um, and uh, and there's a point where they're clearly trying to make each other laugh, and Bateman won't laugh, and they're just like bullshitting around like the green room, or whatever. And he finally does break a little yes. bit, and that yes. and they don't make a big deal of it. But me seeing him smile yes. while trying to keep yes. it together, like that made me laugh so hard. It's it's very funny you mentioned him uh, that because I. Had not listened to the podcast. I oh, saw it so on Max. Good. Immediately dove into that. I watched all episodes across two nights. And when I was watching Jason Bateman, he entered into... I, I've always loved Jason Bateman. Yeah. I, I started thinking, Jason Bateman is a little like Michael Keatony, where mm. he's clearly a great actor, but he could also just be like a straight comedian, like comedy person, and do very, very well. 
And then it made me think of of Julia Louis Dreyfus. They're all sort of in that, and I I do want to put Julia Louis Dreyfus on a bit of a pedestal here, but they're all in the same camp of they're such good actors that they can make anything funny. Uh, yeah. And and you're right, watching those guys break that's that's a lot. I'm gonna that that was a lot of fun. I'm gonna start listening to the yeah the podcast. The podcast is really just is so good. And what's funny, you mentioned Julia in this whole thing is uh, I've been rewatching Veep lately. Mm-hmm. And yes, I had I I've, I, I've seen it a few times all the way through, um, but I think I'm on like season five now, and like Ugh. I'm in love with her. Like and she's just, like she's just the she's got to be like a top five funny person ever. Like oh, she's just I, so good in every role that she does. Like she was great every, as Elaine. She's every, so much yes. better as Selena Myers. Like yes. she gets to be herself. She's gonna be like kind of raunchy and and like there are no rules and everything, and yet she's like incompetent um but successful like i mm. she's oh my god that's like that's just one of the greatest characters she is she is so prodigiously talented that it's overwhelming like you can't help but be drawn to her because yeah. she's just so funny and so smart and so well spoken oh my god have you seen her uh, comedians in cars getting coffee yes absolutely it's one of my favorites oh it's so good that one like, that one and uh the Larry David one. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I just I stole something from the Larry David one, where it's like the bit they do when they get the bill, and like no matter what it is, they yes, like open like up the check takes. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that, yeah. I do it every time now, and my friends are always like, "What?" I'm like, "No, I'm just doing a thing. Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the Norm Macdonald one is uh, yes, is so good. And then um, Seth Rogen's just where he's just like he asked Jerry at one point, like the whole one is fine or whatever, but he asked, he's like. So you like having like you like having kids or whatever because Seth Rogen doesn't want children or whatever. He's like, yeah, I love my kids. He's like, oh, okay, I don't know, I never know. <laughs> oh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's as well. Sarah Jessica Parker's episode. Is oh, I don't know fantastic. if I remember that one. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, this uh, Julie Lee Dreyfus and Sarah Jessica Parker is full of like heart and love on top of being like very very funny. Yeah. Um, and you know Jerry is. Uh, I know that he's a bit of an acquired taste in spots, but I think he's so smart. Uh, it's yes, so funny in a lot of absolutely. Those. The other thing that Julie Louis Dreyfus says in her comedians in cars getting coffee is she refers to a joke as a heavy peach, which I yeah. fucking love. <laughs> so good That's to a call great a joke term, a heavy man. peach. Oh my god, so good. I, so good. I, it's the same thing. Like you stealing things. Like any yeah. chance I get to call something a heavy peach, I go, oh man, that is a heavy peach. Just to watch people react to it. <laughs> uh, the other thing uh, was the Larry David the check take thing. I have a friend, Michael Torby, he's a fantastic actor. He's actually the guy opposite Michael Jordan in the Haynes commercials when Jordan has the Hitler mustache. Oh, okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's perfect. He's a perfect yeah. guest for the show. He's very oh, funny. Good. He's a good yeah. friend of mine. He does the best check take because he'll he'll like grab the check and he'll slide it over and he'll keep the conversation going, right? Yeah. And so he'll slide the piece of paper over towards him and he'll just just pull up the corner and like like he's checking his cards yeah 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 like exactly like he's checking his his cards he'll just glance down and then he'll put it back face down and he'll start doing the math so he'll go he'll like look up into the sky like yeah yeah and then he like goes yeah yeah that's it that's right that's That's it yeah that's really good i'm gonna steal that too that's my favorite check take i've ever seen to do the math and he's always there's always he's always carrying a number he's like carry that one yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the, the, I was, we got to wrap up this uh, could be sponsored by segment. The, the point is the show could be sponsored by this blooper. Why the hell not? I'll, I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Just start waving around that American money, baby. Carmelo Anthony collapsing on the court and the game just continuing around him is without a doubt a great sports moment. But is it a first ballot Hall of Famer? We have to decide that today. And here to do it with me is a man we've had on the show before. He killed it. I asked him to come back. He said right away he writes for The Athletic. But he's written for a ton of other publications over his career. ESPN, CBS Sports. Let's make one up. Marie Claire. He wrote for Marie Claire oh, as well. Oh, man. What a, he's what a, a controversial <laughs> time. <laughs> he's a radio host for SiriusXM. He hosts the very funny, the subscribe-worthy Cinephobe podcast. It's the generous, the lovely, the Julia Louis-Dreyfus fan, Zach Harper. Oh, thank you so much. What an intro. Um, yeah, I th- I would say my most racist work was with Marie Claire. Uh, just, <laughs> uh, just It was a weird time for me, you know? <laughs> It was two weeks ago, I, but it was a weird time. <laughs> Zach, I asked you to come back on the show. You said yes immediately. I already mm-hmm. shared this with you. I just want to tell everyone, and I don't want you to say something positive about me or the show or anything. That's not what this is. This is me taking a moment to appreciate you and all of the guests that I've had on this show who give their time to this stupid little thing that I started. I say every episode, we're all we got. We got to support each other. It's it, it's in moments like this. Like I asked you and you responded immediately that you would come back on. That's very kind of you. I just want to give you a little bit of uh, appreciation for that. Um, thank you for, for saying yes. I really appreciate it. Well, I, also, can't, all right, I can't compliment you. So I'll just no, say no, no, no. I'd like I, had, to, I had an Rob, enjoyable I had an enjoyable time last okay, time. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's okay, fine. right? That's yeah, fine. yeah, all right. That's a nice right, really compliment. Yeah. Uh, the great Solomon Missouri, another early guest on the show. I saw him recently write... You have to be deliberate with your friendship. And I thought that was That's a lovely really sentiment insightful. and yeah. insightful. And it made me want to say this to you, Zach. I'd like to be friends with you. Let's I be friends. Think we'd be good friends together. I think we would. I think we'd have a great time together. Yeah. <laughs> to that end, tell me, let's share something. You tell okay. me, I don't have something prepared here. So I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm going to work off of you. You tell me something that most people don't know about you. Killed an old man. No. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Something most people don't know about me. Yeah, you got something that most people. You know don't what? Know. I'm going to share something very intimate with you. Oh, here we go. Let's go. I have been like in weekly therapy for about four months now. Good for you. Um, and yesterday, so I, I, I don't know. I haven't given you my schedule. I do it every Wednesday at 11 a.m. <laughs> um, weird detail to give. <laughs> Why would that be necessary? Uh, no, no, I do I it like every it. Wednesday at 11 a.m. to like keep consistent, right? And then it's this. This lady in her seventies named Carol, who's oh, just the best. That must um, be I, great that she's I had an tried old lady. It before, I tried it before with a younger guy, and no offense to him, like I'm sure he's good. At, it just wasn't clicking. I did like right. it wasn't working. Yes, and and so I, I I switched to her, and she's been phenomenal. And yesterday, um, as we're recording this, yesterday she like you know we we're talking or whatever, and at one point she says says I don't say this. For any other reason than just information you need, you've made a lot of progress lately, Ugh. and that made me feel so good. Yeah, like it made me feel so good. Yeah, so yeah, good there's something that, that's something very personal and intimate to share. Absolutely, that's very personal. Th- yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's very generous of you. Um, I have thought long about getting into therapy. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I was going to do it during the pandemic because I was like, "Hey, man, everything's pretty fucked up." Yeah, I, I, it might be great to unload this shit on somebody. Uh, I haven't done it yet, though. I'm strongly considering um, meditation. Do you meditate? Oh, uh, yeah, meditation. So I used to meditate 
uh, often when I was yeah. in my twenties. Um, so a, a long time ago, but yeah, I would meditate every, every morning, every like for five, 10 minutes, like just kind of just sit there. And I, I very much recommend that. This is very embarrassing to admit, but what kind of got me into meditation was I saw, ugh, I, I don't, I'm, this isn't who I am, but this is real. I saw Jerry Seinfeld talking about transcendental meditation. And yeah. I, I just think he's so smart. I like to listen to I like to listen to him talk about things. Mm -hmm. And I watched this whole video and I was like, shit, I think this could be additive to my life. Uh so I keep meaning to do it. I just also I'm poor. I need to like rob a bank or something, get enough money to be able to Oh do yeah. Anyway, well, that's let, the joy of not having kids. Disposable income. Man, listen. Uh, uh, I want to share something with you. I don't know. I don't have anything. What can I share with you? Oh, my dad uh, is from the Philippines. He would have made a great dictator. Uh, he's like five, six. He uh, kept both of his hands behind his back at all times. Like in oh, a very wow. Yeah, that's, a dictator a, that's a power move. Yes. Uh, and I didn't think about it, but it does really add to him. Like, if you want to do – anybody can do a perfect my dad impression. You just put your hands behind your back and, like, judge everything. Um, he didn't talk a lot. I mean, you know, he he, he, he paid for – you know, he gave me – paid for my college. That's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Told me, wherever you can get into school, I'll send you. But he didn't – he rarely spoke. So you know that's my yeah. that's my dad. I uh, uh, back in my uh, my dumb fighting days, uh, which well that sounds more dramatic than it is. But that, back in my days when I would get in fights, <laughs> yeah. Um, I once tried the tough guy move of like egging a guy on and putting my hands behind the back. That dude rocked me. <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> rocked me. <laughs> that shit hurt, man. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's dive into our moment. Uh, we have to yeah. decide whether Carmelo collapsing in the game just continuing on is going to make our first belt Hall of Fame. To do that, we have to go through our Hall of Fame credentials. Those are the categories by which we judge our moment. The first one, as always, as usual, analytics. The numbers here, the numbers behind this. I'm going to zip through these because there's not much. This, it's not super compelling. It was 80 to 73 at the time Oklahoma City was winning. Uh, mm -hmm. 35 seconds left in the third quarter. This was also the fourth to last game of the regular season maybe fifth to last okay. game of the regular season so they're a, a little you know they're they're deep into a season at this point uh mellows earliest early in his career as well uh in terms of the game uh the nuggets ended up winning 98 94 and mellow came back into the game he was 7 of 21 from the field 10 of 11 from the line 24 points total 11 boards four steals an assist a block um no, uh, oh, Chauncey Billups had a great game, 8 of 19, 4 of 8 from deep, uh, 8 rebounds, 4, uh, four assists, 29 points total. Uh, on the uh, Oklahoma City side, KD had 33, didn't shoot particularly well. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook had 21 on 10 of 19 shooting, and Harden was 1 of 7, only played 20 minutes. Uh, I guess maybe this is Harden's rookie year. Very well, funny to think about those. Game. Say again? Those are hard in elimination game numbers. I'm so sorry. I really ruined your I joke. I mumbled I, it anyway. I just <laughs> missed it. Damn. I laughed instantly the second I heard it. I just yeah. missed it. 
I'm so sorry. It's ruining our friendship. Uh, I, I, it's very funny to think about those three being on the same team and being young and watching yeah. these clips. It's wild to think about those dudes uh, all being on the same team. That'll be a great doc someday uh, when when they cover that. That'll that be era. a really good one. Yeah. Um. So the, not 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 a ton of numbers here that are super supportive. Let's move on to our eye test. This is where all the meat is. If you haven't seen this moment, check it out on our socials at First Ballot Pod on Twitter at First Ballot H O F on Instagram. I realize those should be the same. It's it's bad for branding, whatever. Zach, what did you see in this moment that makes it special that might help it get into the first bell hall thing? It's it's the first of all, look, <clears throat> he's fine, right? He's, he's fine. okay. He's all right. So we can laugh about it. Right. He is splayed out. Like he is, I have that word. He is, I have splayed is, written out. <laughs> I have splayed written out. He is splayed the fuck. <laughs> out this is why we good friends yes played. absolutely Ugh. he i mean he is he's just out he's like out. And, and play <laughs> is play like how did this not become uh, and maybe we'll get into this how did this not become a meme of him right. splayed out yes. throughout history yes like this is That's a great question it may have been just too early it, yeah, it might have been because what is this? Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, April seventh, twenty ten. So, it's it's such a funny image knowing that he's okay. Yeah. Yes. The fucked up thing. It's kind of funny if he wasn't right. Like it's so kind of funny, <laughs> but we can't say that. We can't say that. Uh, but it's uh, it's such a funny image, and the fact that like I know it's I know we're talking the eye tests, but the amazement of the oklahoma city announcers of uh, like we're gonna get they're the, just oh, gonna play on the way like, let's let's let's, let's okay, section we'll these that. off right, we're gonna right, hold right, that yeah, because yeah. there's too much meat on this yeah. phone i want to pick through it slowly okay. and really appreciate it I, but i completely agree i have that yes i, I want to just immediately say i have exactly the word splayed written out uh i looked up prostrated because i was like what does the word because is he prostrated on the ground but prostrated is face down, just for any of you right. words yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. I didn't know that because I was like, oh, can I say he was prostrated? You cannot. You, but you can say he splayed, spread yeah. out. That is, it's uh, very funny. And the reveal, the, the, the reveal, if you watch the clip, the game continues. The announcers are befuddled. The game continues. The camera goes down to the other end of the court. Russell Westbrook turn immediately over. turns it over, which is another little hidden little wrinkle in this moment. Russell turns it over immediately. J.R. Smith gets the steal, brings it back down mm -hmm. the court. But when the camera comes back down, it pans and reveals Mello splayed out on the ground. That pan and reveal is so funny because it lines up perfectly with the announcers. Oh, my God. That you couldn't write so it. Like, you it's, couldn't write it. it. It's... It's semi pro. Like yeah, it is absolutely it really it's is. the it's the moment in semi pro Woo. kind of where like they pick Jackie Moon up off the ground and they're like they're just doing a horrible job of supporting his neck and spot. <laughs> like that's what it that's what it reminded yeah. me. Like he's just on the ground, but it's just like uh. that reveal is so funny the fact that they turn it over and they're not playing four on five because he's got a teammate checking on him they're playing five <laughs> on three basketball and turn it over within three seconds <laughs> on an inbound they have to inbound the ball because a travel was called <laughs> and it's a immediate turnover if you just like you don't have to walk it up but you just like kind of go up slow no right. he just Fucking chucks it fires ahead. Fires it up there, yeah. Just fires it up the oh court. Like, God. we're going to get this. And 
And yeah, the pan back, and he is in the exact same spot. Yeah, yeah. Splayed yeah. like like a like a like a single mom who just got home from a double shift that just needs a minute to herself on the bed. Like it is just like just out. Just it's- out it is very cartoony in that like you know as that camera comes back your brain is going well if he's still on the court he would be right oh yeah there he is there he Mm -hmm. like it pans over Mm -hmm. and he's completely flat out arms out legs out (laughs) it's so funny i do want to say my one of my favorite things about this moment uh is that initially as soon as he goes down and like the the they lose the ball uh, and the, like the there's like a dead ball. Uh, uh, the his teammates don't. No one rushes to him. No one. No, I mean we. He no does. One. There is some uh, center, some post player is checking on him right as the game goes back into motion. But initially, yeah. everyone's seemingly completely nonplus. It's um, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see who that was. That is that. I don't know who that is. I couldn't make it, it out. Nene? I couldn't make it out. Who? That's what I thought. I thought it, maybe it's Nene, but, it, but I, don't I don't think it, it is. is. He looks yeah. too heavy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a big dude. I don't know but who yeah. it is, but he is the he is the one guy that walks over and is like, he must have been like, "Hey, you good?" And then yeah. the, and then the game, the refs sort of toss the roll the ball out, and they and 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 the game just goes on. And he, that's the other funny thing is that guy that's checking on him. Sees that the game is going and goes. Oh, I gotta get back down. Like he has back? that. Yeah. yeah, I gotta get back down court. No, it's it, the the. You're right though. Like the reveal, the pan back. Mm, it's uh, because I didn't. I like when when you presented me the options, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I see. I saw the title. I was like, oh man. Like I I just remembered it so much differently. I remember, like I didn't remember it at first, and I remember it so much differently. But that reveal. I think because I think I was, I think I was at a coffee shop when um, when we were messaging about about doing this episode, and so I start I was like, all right, let me check these out, and I, I'm like, all right, the mellow one, I click, and then when it pans back, I will, I like cackled out loud, it's and so this good. lady looked at me like I just like I like this lady just turned her head like what are you, doing? and I just like oh my god, it is it is such a it, I mean it's just such a brilliant a brilliant reveal. Yeah. I didn't I didn't. I had never seen this moment. The way I knew, found out about this moment was in like one of those Twitter threads where someone tweets out like, what's the funniest NBA thing you've ever seen? And someone was like, retweeted it and added this video. and was like, this, this killed me. And I yeah. watched that and my mouth was on the floor. I couldn't believe I had never seen it. I couldn't yeah. believe how funny it was. Uh, and, and you know, not only does Russell Westbrook have an immediate turnover, but then mm-hmm. J.R. Smith brings the ball back down and then travels. I mean, it's yeah. just, it, it perfectly ridiculous time out oh my god <laughs> jr smith of course jr smith is like he's he sees his teammate on the ground he's like well i gotta get a sh- i gotta get a shot up here <laughs> he it's you're absolutely right he J, through jr smith's eyes he's probably like everyone's a little confused i can take advantage of this yeah yeah this is the perfect time to, to score immediately perfect travels time. And then he has that little dismissive hand gesture to Mello yeah. on the ground, which it yeah. looks a little flippant, a little dismissive, a little like, I don't know whether it's like, why is no one addressing Mello? Or if it's, why the fuck is this guy laying on the ground? But there's like a little hand gesture and it's very funny. Yeah. Or if Mello's like not totally responsive, he's like, well, right. Mello's just being a dick. Like, 
Like, she's like, oh, this guy still won't talk to me. Like, he really wants out of here kind of thing. Like, I don't know what that is. I think I figured it out. I looked at the box score. Is that Malik Allen? I don't I know. I think that's Malik Allen is the big Malik man. Malik Allen is. I got to be honest. So he's remember. he's an assistant coach now. He was on Orlando. Like, he was on, like, Stan Van Gundy's Orlando teams, I think, a bunch. That's and I think he was on Stan's staff. Um, <clears throat> maybe I even do, I don't remember Detroit. Malik Allen at all, but you're right. That is Malik yeah. Allen. And you're right. But yeah, Malik, Malik was, was, Malik was a, is a beefy guy. Yeah. A business coach, Malik Allen. Uh, absolutely. Great, great, uh, great detective work there. Uh, before we get to the ear test, which I'm excited to do with you, let's play a little name game. The last time you were on, we did a Anthony Edwards. Uh, who's the best Anthony Edwards of the Anthony Edwards is Anthony Edwards, the basketball player, Anthony Edwards from ER. I thought mm-hmm. it went swimmingly well. And I'm gonna, But we're back to do it again. It's called the name game. I'm going to give you some names. you got to pick the better person. Here we go. Kevin McHale or Kevin McHale? Which is the best Kevin McHale? Is it Kevin McHale, the Boston Celtic great, one of the best post players I've ever seen, maybe the best post package I've ever seen in terms of moves? Mm-hmm. Or is uh, Kevin McHale the actor who played the kid in the wheelchair from the TV show Glee? Um, I've never seen Glee. Wait, what? I've never seen Glee, but that kid did not waste 12 years of my youth. <laughs> poorly building a team around kevin garnett okay okay that kid as far as i know didn't show up to a bunch of fucking trump rallies so i'll go with that kid uh i here i do let me enter this i appreciate that answer and i think it's probably mm-hmm. the right answer let me just play devil's advocate here for a second the other kevin McHale, the kid that was the actor that played the wheelchair kid in glee he was not uh he's not disabled. He's not physically disabled. He just sat in the chair and uh, acted like he couldn't and then they they go to do live shows like glee live shows and like concerts and stuff and mm-hmm. he'd come out in the wheelchair like it was like oh. in character and like he couldn't oh. walk. And I always thought he was disabled and I was like how lovely that they gave it. No no no, he was completely able-bodied uh and so he is does that change your vote at all? Uh, well, so, all right, this is, <laughs> I never thought this would have come up, but um, I dated someone for a little while a few years ago who, uh, I know, what a, what a tough transition that is, but no, who, no, 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 there's no, no. hold on, this is why we're going to be incredible friends, um, this is, <laughs> I did, I dated someone for a while. God, what a, what an awful way to start this story. From what you just said, uh, who worked for the for the Academy or not the Academy for the Emmys? She worked God, for the Emmys. That right? is not what I thought you were going to say. So, but, okay, one night, one night, she's like, "Do you want to come to this event?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I would." Like, uh, yeah, uh, and so it was this event where it was like this symposium on on. Um, Actors with with disabilities being represented properly yes. in in this. So it's like a guy who, oh man, I can't remember his name, but he, he's been in everything. And he was an actor before he ended up in a wheelchair. And he's an actor now in a wheelchair. And he's like very, I think he's all over TV and he's been in movies and stuff. Um, but uh, but he was there and um, there were there were hearing impaired people there. There were, you know, blind people there. Um that, that were all actors and we're talking about that. And so I think before that night, I would have been like, whatever, like, it's just right. like, that's the job. Right. But it actually opened me up to yes. like hearing them talk about the, the business and everything yes. and being properly represented. And so now like, yeah, I have a problem with that, but yes. still, okay. As bad as that is, did not draft William Avery. Okay. Like just didn't. 
fantastic. Really good. Yeah. I appreciate you getting back there. Uh, and I believe my guess <laughs> is that actor that you're talking about was Daryl Chill Mitchell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's who yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Last name in the name game. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. The actor no. that you know, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, wait, or Mark one. Wahlberg from uh, Antiques Roadshow. Let's listen to this. Next time from Detroit, Michigan, that it's Antiques Roadshow. That's Mark Wahlberg as well. Which oh, Mark man. Wahlberg are you going with? The actor, the guy with the, you know, the t-shirt company or whatever yeah. or uh in the, in the burgers the burger the, the burger joint place guy or mark Wahlberg from um antiques roadshow i mean it's uh there's so much about mark Wahlberg, the actor i'm against uh he is friends with jimmy butler so that gives yes. just gives me a weird pause i love jimmy um just such an odd uh, whatever we don't have to get into that um uh, <laughs> uh we just did uh grandma's boy for for cinephobe and there's a plot point in there where the the older women become uh, introduced to Antiques Roadshow and then they become obsessed with it. And yes. I very like I watch a lot of Antiques Roadshow. So it's, I'm taking Antiques Roadshow yeah, for sure. Michael yes. Very fantastic. Yes. That was great. Uh, let's move into our next credential. It's the ear test. What did we hear in this moment? We're going to play some of this. This is too good. It's too okay. good to listen to. Everybody enjoy this. Here they are. Uh, uh, here's the, the game call for this uh, moment where Carmelo Anthony collapses. Anthony falls down and he travels. It's almost like Kevin knew the exact move that Anthony was trying to execute. And he cut the drive off immediately and forced Carmelo Anthony to reverse back. Anthony's slow to get up, and you know, sometimes, you know, they're going to play. Let's go. <laughs> they let Let's go. go. Smith intercepts the pass. Anthony out on the floor. What is he doing? Oh, they're playing around it. And it's a travel. They call a travel. <laughs> and now Jim Gillen, the Nuggets athletic trainer, comes onto the floor. Dantley livid as he gets onto the officials here. I think the judgment of the officials was that Anthony was playing possum. And he very well may be. He may be disgusted that he did not get the call. That's a burning question right there. Is do you mm -hmm. believe there's a chance that he was playing possum? Because you mentioned earlier on, you said, well, you know, if, if he's hurt, he listen, he's okay. You sort of prefaced that. Yeah. And it's true, he is okay. And you mentioned that it might be funny if he's injured. I'll go further and go, the more injured he is, I think the funnier it is. Because and I not that he's injured, but that everything just like went on. Everything around it. Yeah. Yes. Like that that's what would have, so to me, the more injured he is, the funnier it is. If he's playing possum, if he's mad that he didn't get the call and decided to just act like I'm really hurt and now I'm gonna make you look bad because you didn't protect me, that actually would take away from this moment. Do you think he's playing possum? Um, I don't. Okay. I I did when I first started rewatching it yeah, yeah i i thought like oh he's and then there's a certain point i mean he he's on the floor for two minutes and 30 seconds yes. <laughs> two minutes and 30 seconds is a long time to be go if you're listening to this, go lay on your floor for the next two minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds that's a long time to lay down on the floor and so um i think that you know, based on the contact that we see in the replay, based on what we know now about neck and head injuries right. and everything, yes. I do think he was actually hurt. But I think his reputation was such. Right. You have to assume initially he's just pouting. Right. 
the I love that right out of the shoot they call it good defense. Like he drives. I, I, for me, it's a clear blocking foul on KD, and they, they're like good. Absolutely, defense, right away. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> There's also one more thing. I don't think it was in that clip. I think it's extended. But there's one more thing when they're looking at the replays, and one of the announcers says, Kevin Durant is actually built sturdier and stronger <laughs> yes. than you think. I'm like, yes. I promise he's not. He's I promise not. he's not. <laughs> like, no. It's fucking Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Carmelo's a bully on the court offensively, right? Like a bully. <laughs> like, you talk to players, and they're just like, man, he's so physical. He puts that shoulder into you. There's nothing you can do. They've talked about that. The entire time I've been covering the NBA, like uh, like 15 years, like they've been talking about that. And like, he's such a strong player. And Kevin Durant is dried spaghetti (laughs) stuck together (laughs) like that. Like there's no, he's not stronger and sturdier than you think. You could boil him and he's going to become a noodle. The that the giddy up the the like oh they're gonna go play let's go it's, yes the, it's got a little bit of that like uh, remember the announcer and Karate Kid when they're like Daniel Russo is gonna fight Daniel Russo is gonna fight like there's a little <laughs> bit of that like oh my god the energy to it which is yeah. is a lot of fun uh, there is another back end of this uh, call let's listen to it together what's almost more frightening than anything about this is that they continue to play around him and when the ball came back to that end he was. In a position to get stepped on. <laughs> that's the most dangerous thing. The guy that's played out on the ground, not moving. They're like, "Hey, someone might step on that guy too." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> lucky for them, Draymond Green was not on the Thunder because yeah. he would have <laughs> absolutely stomped on Carmelo. Um, it's it's no no less than three minutes ago. Your partner on the air said, they're going to play. Let's go. And then you're like, the scary part is they're playing (laughs) around him. What? I don't know who those announcers are. I assume they're the OKC team. I I won't learn their names out of respect uh, to my fellow Supersonic fans and Seattleans. Mm -hmm. I'm not from Seattle, but I I do want to respect those guys. Uh, There's a palpable buzz, too, as you listen to that clip. Like, the audience, the the arena is clearly like, what the fuck is going on? Which I I love hearing that confusion. Uh, I saw in an article on, like, some Colorado newspaper or some Denver newspaper said, uh, he returned to the bench, Mello, before the fourth quarter began and was greeted by a chorus of boos when he checked in 42, 47 seconds into the final period. They booed. I mean, they booed immediately when he was still on the ground. They booed. They booed in the clip. If you play that clip again, like they boo. They boo loud. Loud. So oh, my God. Like he like he left them to go sign with the Warriors and came back like they like they boo him loudly. All I want is for someone listening to this podcast to not have to not know this moment at all and to be appreciating this for the first time because of us in this conversation. That would really fill my heart. One more thing on the visual thing that I forgot to mention was yeah. uh, visibly shocked to see Adrian Dantley was the coach that night. Same. Like he must have been filling in for George. Like had to have been right. Like I the same. Yeah, thing. George was still there. Yeah. I didn't remember. I was going to be like, I don't remember Dan because Dantley had a, a a quote in that whatever that Denver newspaper was. And I was like, why the fuck is Adrian Dantley giving yeah. sound bites? Was he, was, does he call the games? I had no clue he was even a coach. Anyhow. Um, yeah, I think he was just filling in that night. And it, it like, it's a man, Adrian Dantley's got a great look. Great look. Big head, big, yeah, giant head. head. Looks like a shoebox. Yeah. Could really mm-hmm. score, though. Adrian Dantley, fantastic. Oh, amazing. Uh, let's move on to our next credentials to test the time. It's when we compare this moment against other moments like it in history. 
ultimately i i you know we usually i usually pitch things i want to ask you your your thoughts and then i've got some some things to pitch to you to to remind you of if you don't remember them do you have a favorite nba funny moment any what's what 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 comes to the surface when i ask you that what do you do you have a favorite nba funny moment so i was trying i was like the funniest moment ever to me is Rashid Wallace getting thrown out yes. for staring. Yes. Very right? funny. Yes. Um, who was it? Was it Steve Javi? Uh, maybe it was Steve Javi that no, maybe not Steve. We're talking about the, are we talking about the clip where he yeah, he's staring yeah. at the guy goes. Or maybe it's Ken Maurer. Yeah. I don't remember who yeah, yeah. it was, but I know the clip you're talking about. So like my friends and I used to just howl about that, like yeah. forever. So and so anytime it comes up, it's just a great nostalgic moment for me. Because the funniest part of that, it's not that Rashid got thrown out for 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 staring or glaring or whatever, it's that Steve Smith immediately goes into mediator mode. Yeah, like because Steve Smith was on the Blazers, he's like, he didn't do anything, he didn't say anything. <laughs> like he just immediately starts negotiating, like trying to bring him back and trying to like. And it's just like to me, it's the reaction from Steve Smith. It's just that great veteran. I'm gonna ride for my guy right now. I'm gonna try to talk to him. I'm not right. gonna yell. Right. I'm just gonna like we gotta we gotta discuss this kind of thing. To me, that's that's the funniest. I was trying to think of moments where. Guys are laid out and play play is still going. Like that's where I went. And the only thing I'd come up with, which isn't this at all, was just that shot of Chris Kamen sleeping yes. on the bench. Oh yes. Like oh, that's, that's the only thing that good. I could that's the only thing that came to mind though, because I was trying to think of just like, all right, what like what's here? Like what what yeah. is comparable? Boy, that's really good. And and it's funny to compare it to that one because Chris Kamen definitely happened in the heart of like NBA Twitter, mm-hmm. maybe the height of NBA Twitter. Everyone was making those jokes. Everyone was photoshopping him into yeah. different pictures laying down. And that was like, I think the Lakers had, uh, the, I don't know if they were sick or there were people suspended, but they had a very short bench and people had fouled out. And like Chris Kamen was the only dude left on the bench at the time laid down. That's a great comparison. And what we're circling in on here is, is this mellow moment so funny that it rises to the surface and makes it into the first battle hall of fame? Because there's not a ton of stuff around. I mean, the moment clearly very funny. A lot yeah. of fun to talk about why it's funny and how absurd it is. But it's not a lot of significance, not a lot of extra stuff. So we're just talking comedy here. I want to pitch you a couple other NBA funny okay. moments. Uh, my, It's not my favorite funniest moments my favorite moment probably to talk about is paul pierce shitting into his pants during the finals i i talk about it every chance i get well i'm not gonna linger on that but it is i i can't stop thinking about did he do that did he come up with that excuse thinking that would turn the heat down like was he looking at the jokes about you're in a wheelchair and you're a baby and then you came back out and played and you're 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 a wimp about it and did he go well no, no no i know what i'll do is i'll say i shit my pants because he's since recanted that now I just think his whatever happened in his brain and, and sussing through that is fun to think about. That's not my funny moment yeah. suggestion. I'm going to say, um, what about when Popovich fouls Shaq right out of the gate? After That's the great. Right? I it's just saw that so clip good. the other day. Yeah, I just saw it the other day for some reason. But that is a like it's the confusion yes. everyone has. Yes, and then a, a great reveal a camera work great, wise too, yes. where it, it cuts to Pop and he just thumbs up. Yes. Like, smile and thumbs up oh like it's such God. a that's such a great like just the directing of the of the the cameras and everything yes. and the cuts in the truck and it, like oh. that's a perfect reveal too it's so good and Shaq's got that dumbfounded look on his face like what the hell did they just found me for right after the tip yeah. and for those that don't know Shaq had been complaining about hack a shack and so right after the jump ball 
Pop immediately has someone go intentionally foul. I think it's Kurt Thomas intentionally foul Shaq. Well, you're one second into the game. They immediately intentionally yeah. foul him. And Shaq is completely dumbfounded and is confused, has a goofy look on his face, and wheels around to Popovich's uh, to the bench. And Pop gives him a double thumbs up, and everyone starts laughing. It's so <laughs> genuinely funny. It's such a good one. Um, maybe another one just for the reaction of it. Like the play itself. I mean, I, I laughed because it was ridiculous. Um, but that clip of of Steph Curry dribbling through the Clippers. Oh, my And God. then he hits that insane yes. fadeaway three at the top of the arc. And you see the – and it's the shot of, like, of Steve Kerr watching it where he's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 oh, yes. my God. He just puts his hands on his head because he was just learning, like, oh, there's no bad shot for Steph. Like, he can do whatever yeah. he wants. He can take whatever he wants. That reaction and, – and there's a clip that – because I watch a lot of the playoff games on the, on the NBA app mm-hmm. because there's no – Commercials just cuts to like in-game right. entertainment right. and stuff, yes. and and I just prefer it that way. Um, and so they do like these random highlight clips all the time. Like one time, towards the end of the season, it was like week seventeen, Contavious Caldwell Pope highlights. I'm like, someone cut that together. <laughs> like someone cut that together. That's their job that day. I was like, I gotta find all the KCP highlights from this week, and it yeah. was a lot of just basic jumpers. Like it wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of meat on that bone, uh, but. But so like they have this clip now of Steve Kerr narrating that, yes. and it's just a great, it's a great clip. So good, it's so good, yeah. and that that's like a classic. This isn't basketball. Like you watch that play, and you're like, this isn't even remotely close to being basketball. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is, but him driving around again, very cartoonish to see him dribbling around people and then throwing that shot. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Shaq diving out of bounds when he dove? Oh, the, with the sun's bench. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good too. Shaq again, like one week, uh, like I think it may have been the next game, he he dove out of bounds to save a ball and crashed into a bunch of people. And then the very next game in Phoenix, he goes, dives for uh, – the ball's going out of bounds, so Shaq is running after it, and the whole – this Red Sea Everyone parts, clears. Everyone yeah. takes off. It's so funny. <laughs> Something about Shaq. He's so goddamn funny. The other one I want to ask you, uh, your favorite photo in NBA history, which we <laughs> – Oh. I tweeted you about You posted oh on God. Twitter, and oh I wanted to talk about it here. Uh, a picture of Randy Whitman, arms crossed in front of him, suit, tie, sideline of an NBA game, and then the ball just absolutely mushing his face. And he's got, like, no face. The ball has taken the place of his face. It is a perfect photo. It's so funny, and that's got to be considered here in this moment. I spent three hours that day <laughs> trying to find footage yes. of that moment. Right. I have legitimately I'm I'm not like I've sent out a request for that game. Oh my god. Film. Like trying to like find like cuz there had like there's no video of it. That's what's so frustrating. We just have this shot arms crossed like how fast could that ball have been going to hit him in the face with his arms crossed? You're just, making a you're making a great point. That ball had to be moving. That photographer <laughs> yeah, yeah. should be taken care of for life. Anything they want. Anything. Like, that is the greatest photo in it's so history. Good. History. Not sports history, not basketball. History. Because there, like, it is, like, you meant, like, it has replaced his face. Yeah. The it, ball has replaced his face. And I, like... Randy, I've gotten I've gotten to talk to Randy on the radio a bunch of times. It, it, he's a super nice guy, but like 
one of the worst coaches we've ever seen. Like, just a bad coach, right? And so it is, like, perfectly representative. Everyone always goes, like, the clipboard where he's flipping around, doesn't know which way the clipboard's going. No, it's that photo. That is Randy Whitman for me, in a nutshell. Like, just, oh, it's so good. When I saw that photo, my brain immediately started thinking, what were the circumstances? Like, how did this happen that you didn't even come close to moving your arms or trying to catch the Mm -mm. ball or move the ball? And it looks like, again, the angle of the picture, all all we have is the image. It looks like the ball is thrown straight into his face. He's not looking (laughs) down. He's looking straight ahead. It's like it was on purpose. It's so Mm -hmm. funny. It's oh, it's the best, and it just oh my god! Like you have to, like he was he asleep? Like maybe yeah, if, he, I, if he if he's like narcoleptic <laughs> but able to still stand? Like it's it, there's just I, there's no explanation for it. It's so confusing. Uh, the other uh, just I'm going to toss a couple out. Uh, Duncan, do you remember Duncan getting two texts from Joey Crawford sitting on the bench? Oh yeah, I'm a I'm tossed. a big Joey Crawford fan, yes. so like I I love <laughs> Joey Crawford. There is a play where I think it was man, I think it was a. I think it was a Lakers Pacers game from like the Chris Duhon era mm-hmm. of um of a travel call. There was a I think it was a travel call or it was a blocking foul or something. But Joey Crawford just like it was a blocking foul, and Joey Crawford comes just like oh, yes. running out yes. and doing the yes. block call as he's like skipping. <laughs> yes. And I like this is this is how internet this was. I edited that to Gangnam Style and just like <laughs> uh, it's somewhere on YouTube. Like it's oh my god, it's such a horrible edit job. I'm not a video editor, but oh my god, like I that. I that. love Joey Crawford, but yeah, Great that moment call. like Spurs fans are always like, oh Joey Crawford's the worst, and everyone's like, actually, he's a pretty good ref, and he's fucking hilarious. I love that he threw someone out for clapping or smiling or doing nothing. That's great. So good. Uh, And then I think it's Marcus Morris hitting that guy on the head with the ball. Have you seen when he (laughs) the the defender in front of him and he just he just just bangs on his head? So mean and so funny. And the defender's like, "What the hell was that?" It was like so funny. (laughs) Yeah, there's a a lot to consider here. And this mellow thing is devastatingly funny, but is Mm -hmm. it funny enough to make? It's it's a lot to consider. Oh, there's one other thing I want to play for you. One other moment. I, you're a Timberwolves guy, so maybe you've seen this. I had never seen this before, and maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. I, it, okay. Again, it'll be on our socials at First Ballot Pod, Twitter at First Ballot HOF, uh, on Instagram. Kevin Love takes a last-second shot. The, the Wolves are playing the Mavericks. Sean Marion yep. fouls him. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this play? Foul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was. Okay. I was at one. I was at the game, and oh, two. God. The the radio announcer Alan Horton is a is a friend of mine. Like okay. so, I like I've got a lot of mileage. This was I legitimately had this as a text tone for a oh while. Oh my god, this is yeah. so I had never seen this play before. I'm going to play it's it for so you. Good. And if you've not seen yeah. the video, actually the video is not even the, the audio is the home run here. Let's listen to it together. Yeah. Inbound to Love on the left side with one dribble goes up for the shot. It's blocked by Marion. The ball comes into the arms of Dalibear. The horn sounds and the ball game is over. The Timberwolves are screaming for a foul. There was none called. Rubio off to Love. Oh, that's a foul! <laughs> Love moved to his left on Marion. Sean had his hand out. He went right across the arm of Love. That is unbelievable. The referees are booed as they go off the floor. Brutal! David Guthrie is right there. He didn't have the guts to call it. Also, go Ed Malloy! <laughs> I can't, I can't, but yeah. I honestly thought, is this a YouTube thing? Like, was someone watching this and reacting to it and trying to, like, put on a show? That I had no Wolves idea it was radio. Real. 
Alan Horton. And so the backstory to that is is there was like a string of games where the Wolves just thought they were getting screwed by Ed Malloy. Yeah. Like, so it was like, there was like a bunch of like, just Got it. bad calls. Ed Malloy's a bad ref, everything. Uh, it's when, it's actually the time when I learned that there is someone grading referees at every game. Right, right, right. Because I like, it was shortly after this where um, someone had like introduced like, hey, this is the guy that grades refs. I was like, what do you mean the guy that grades refs? Like, <laughs> like, a, like a website? And they're like, no, right. for the league. Amazing. Um, and and yeah, so like there was this like buildup of like Ed Malloy has been screwing these guys, mm-hmm. and then he misses his obvious foul, and Alan Horton just lost it when he saw the replay oh that Ed Malloy God, was right there. So funny! I love the it, the a uh, very like the brutal is hilarious, but the David Guthrie was right there didn't have the guts to call it. Oh like, my just, God! To call basically call so much anger, man. Oh my God! Because the Wolves were the, it was also at a time where the Wolves were so desperate to finally be good again, and they had a like right. a pretty talented team. Yes, but it wasn't it wasn't good enough. Yeah, it was also a lot of fun to watch you lip sync it because you knew it so well. I can't oh, yeah. believe oh, I had never seen yeah. that this morning. Oh, I saw so it good. this morning for the first time ever. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. And that's oh, the point. So is there's good. a lot of really funny stuff. Uh, the uh, mm-hmm. one the last one. You remember when Amari offered to like Shane Battier was on the ground and Amari walked over like he's going to help him <laughs> up and then he took his hand away. Yes. Yeah. I love that stuff. Very petty and mean, oh. childish, petulant. Great stuff. Also, like it's the reaction. Uh, another Amari one. I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but uh, another Amari one where when Blake Griffin dunked on Mozgov, mm-hmm. and then there's and then like a couple of plays later, there's someone's at the free throw line, and so they finally get a break or whatever, and Amari just like gives like a head nod of like, yes, I've done yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. that was some shit to Blake, <laughs> yeah, like just that yeah. knowing that like that's yes. such a funny little moment. I love yes. that. It's really good. All that subtle stuff is so good. Uh, But here's the burning question. Next credential burning questions. The answer to these questions could could decide the fate of this moment in the first Bell Hall of Fame. This would be helpful, immensely helpful, if you can answer this question and it falls in favor of this Carmelo Anthony collapse moment. Is this the funniest J.R. Smith moment? I think that would be helpful. If we could earnestly say this is the funniest J.R. Smith moment, Re- it would be really, really helpful because the funniest J.R. Smith moment, mm-hmm. just on that sense alone, should probably be in the first battle Hall of Fame. I don't know if it is. Is it? You tell me. No, because the funniest one is, well, the funniest one is him not knowing the clock in the right. finals, right? right. Game right. one of what yeah. was it, like 2018 yep. or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, you're probably right. That's the funniest one. Uh, <laughs> the, the other funny one that comes to mind, and it's not so much, it's Kevin Harlan's call, but when he dunks on Gary Neal and it's right. the ride him cowboy, yes. <laughs> that's a funny moment. Um, any celebration where he like dropped to his knees and did the big yes, arm swing yes, is there. No, good. it's, uh, it might be, it might be top five, but there's like, there's a lot of J.R. Smith yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there, there was a, there was a, t- sorry to cut you off real quick. No, there was please. a TV show called NBA Rookies that was on NBA TV for, for a short amount of time. And they did it the year that J.R. Smith was a rookie. And there was a moment from that where he um, he started like someone had to tell him to stop spending all of his per diem on the road on candy. <laughs> That's also up there for me. <laughs> uh, Zach, we've got another game here, another game segment. It's called This mm-hmm. or That. I've done this before. I don't remember what the hell I call these things from episode to episode. So I'm just gonna <laughs> gonna rebrand this thing. Call it This or That. I'm gonna get, hold on. There's I have theme music. Oh my god, this or that theme music. I forgot to play. Here we go. That. All right. This. Can I? Can I? Real quick. <laughs> yeah, please. This. Is, this is why we're friends. Okay. This is why we're becoming <laughs> best friends. I had a podcast back in 
2008. God. I had just started my website, talkhoops.net, because .com was taken, and I was too lazy to think of something else. <laughs> so talkhoops.net, none of that's around anymore. The web, the the, I don't think the podcast is around anymore, which thank God, because I bet that thing was awful. <laughs> but it was just me and two friends from high school, yeah. and we would play a game called This or That, and I used that fucking song <laughs> to intro it. So you just gave me a flashback to like, like is Obama gonna get elected? This is like that was like just like what a oh my god what a time warp that was. Just it's a now. really good song. It's and it's a really good a podcast segment open musical mm-hmm. open there. Uh, I'm gonna give you two names and a category. You got to pick this or that. Are you ready to play Zach? Yes. Who is the better defender, Joe Dumars or Alex Caruso? Ooh. I think it's Alex Caruso. Oh my gosh! I I, I think it is. No offense to Joe Dumar. I think it's Alex Caruso. If we're taking the names out of it, what? <laughs> I'm gonna family what? feud buzz that. I I gotta wow. go with my guy Joe Dumars. Listen, listen, you're gonna get some of these wrong. They're not easy questions. Better defender part two: Kevin Garnett, your beloved Kevin Garnett, or Hakeem Olajuwon? Kevin Garnett. Oh no. Not even close. I'm so sorry. He was That's so good. Wrong. I never saw I never saw Hakeem get put at the top of the zone to to guard point guards. So I don't know. Did you hear the family feed buzzer? This is like saying uh Rudy Gobert's a better defender than Jane <laughs> no, no, it's not that is not what this is like. Who's the uh, sorry, you this you're is where our go... friendship fell apart? <laughs> <laughs> what about KG or Duncan? Uh KG. Okay. I don't like it. Oh hold on, hold on. What if Duncan or Olajuwon? Elijah one. Okay, that's right. I'll yeah. go with that's right. Yeah. That'll get a um that'll get a Stone Cold ET. Oh, hell yeah. That's Stone Cold ET. Oh, I've got the Stone Cold ET with the music, Rob. Oh, oh, oh. hell yeah. How about that? That's it's really good. I've never heard really, that before. Really good. Oh my god. Tristan Creek episode. Uh okay, here we go. Uh next one. Better white point guard, John Stockton or Mark Price? Oh, Jason Williams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who chops more wood, Nikola Vucevic or Nikola Pekovic? Which guy chops oh. more wood? Peck, and he does it with his hand. Hundred <laughs> percent. And who's the better hang, Jimmy Butler or Shaq? Oh, it's got to be Shaq. I yes, love Jimmy, 100%. but it's got to be Shaq. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Although there is, just this is what we play when you get one right. That we had to play. All right, the, there is a a forty five percent chance that Shaq is going to take you to the electronics aisle at Walmart at any given point <laughs> yeah, in a hang, right. but it's it's still Shaq. <laughs> the next credential is the press conference. Any great quotes from this moment? Yes, Carmelo Anthony has one. I tried to go left, and I think I hit Durant's hip. When I first fell, I was conscious, but then I was out cold. I don't remember anything else other than waking up and seeing a lot of people around me. He is saying he remembers falling and remembers mm-hmm. being conscious, but then he went out cold. So then he hit his head on the ground, maybe? I just want to say it's yeah. feeling a little possumy here. I don't want to mm. presuppose. I don't Uh-oh. know what happened. I just want to mm-hmm. say this quote feels a little weird, and I do think, as previously stated, the more seriously injured he was, the funnier this thing is. And if mm-hmm. he wasn't as injured because he went down and was completely conscious, as he's saying, maybe it's a little less funny because he just went down and everything was fine and it's like a little less funny. I think it's funnier if he's devastatingly injured 
and J.R. Smith's like, I got to go get a bucket. That's a funnier sentence to me. Let me posit this. Okay. Okay. Howard Beck just wrote this great article for GQ on the art of the NBA nap. Okay. Um, Really good. Recommend it. Howard's the best. (laughs) Is it possible (laughs) Mello fell asleep once he got on the ground and didn't know about naps? You never know. So he's just like, I don't know. I was unconscious. (laughs) And then I woke up and like, he just... He's never taken a nap in his life. He's never heard anyone discuss the concept of a nap. And so he doesn't know how to refer to this yeah. thing. Right. Or he's always just Something like, thought, to like when he takes a nap, like he's like, I got knocked out. I don't know what happened. I just I got knocked out. Someone must have hit me. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he can really shut it down. You don't yeah. know. Maybe I shouldn't be so quick to judge. Uh, there's another <laughs> quote. Uh, Carmelo said, one of the doctors asked me to say the months backward. This is like during the concussion protocol. One of the doctors asked me to say the months backwards. I can't do that regularly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote. That's, That's a, a great, great quote. quote. Yeah. As much as the first one I think hurts his argument, I think that one really yeah. helps it. We're gonna we're, we're netting out even here on the there's press a, conference there's segment. There's that... Uh clip and was it from clueless where britney murphy gets hit in the head and she's like ask her you know ask her a question what's two plus two stuff she knows like it's it's that you know (laughs) that's really good uh the next credential is the comment section Uh, it's when i leaf through try and find some funny comments uh fro fro froiki froiki uh wrote mella would rather play dead than defense very funny that's really good. That's that's gonna be tough to beat. That's really good. Fuck, I didn't even think of that. That's funny. so good. Uh, someone that's else really wrote, good. asked the question, "Was that a three in the key?" Which also made me laugh. That's good. <laughs> Zach, I see the clock is winding down on us. It's almost time for America's favorite podcast segment. It's called More Important. The segment didn't exist mm-hmm. the first time you were on the show. Oh, this will be very exciting. More important is where we get to ask questions that are more important in life. Hell, they might be the most important. Maybe this segment should be called Most Important. Zach, now that we're good friends, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, you can learn a lot about a person by hearing about their parents. Would you mm-hmm. mind telling me and the listeners a little bit about your folks? My parents are the best. I have an incredible relationship with them. Oh, I'm so sorry, Zach. We don't have time for that bullshit because it's time for something Shit. more Shit. important. <laughs> oh, I love my dad. Hell yeah. Zach, I'm about to add that went perfectly. Zach, I'm about to ask you a series of questions, and your answers to them will all be way more important than that bullshit you were about to say about your (laughs) corny-ass parents. Oh, hell yeah. Take it away, Stone Cold E.T. Oh, my God. Zach, your answer to these questions will define who you are as a person on this planet. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. What is your favorite beverage? Wait a minute. I think I know. I think it's the same as mine because we're good friends, so we're going to answer at the same time. You're going to say your favorite beverage. I'm going to say mine. I think they're going to be the same. We're going to do it on the count of three. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Coca-Cola. Old-fashioned. Oh, Oh. no. All right. Well, listen. What is... I love a Coca-Cola, though. What is your favorite candy bar? Wait, I think I know. We're friends now, and so we're going to say it on the count of three. What is your favorite candy bar? One, two, three. Three Kit Kat. <laughs> we got to keep moving. Butterfingers. Uh, it's Butterfingers are very good. I do admit they're good, but they're a little crumbly. I don't love that. 
Yeah, I was going to say Reese's peanut butter cup, but I didn't know if that counted as a bar. I didn't know if we were going to get technical. It's a, that's you know? a, I appreciate yeah. you being specific about that. Yeah. The the other thing about the uh, Butterfinger, you bite sometimes you bite the chocolate, and because this the core is so hardened at times, sometimes you can mm. bite the chocolate, and the chocolate will slough off almost. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I don't uh, love I mean, that about it. The, the key is getting the Butterfinger bites. Right. This is going to get very yes. sexual. Oh, you yes. suck the chocolate off, and then you <laughs> chew the peanut butter part. Yeah. Wow, really good. Okay. Get that. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, did you have the guitar is playing? We got to count. We got the the, mm-hmm. the tickers t- t- counting us down here. We got to go. Did you have a favorite American Gladiator event? Please tell me oh, you're old yes. enough to watch. Okay, okay. What was yes. your favorite oh, yeah, Gladiator absolutely. event? The tennis ball shooting. Yeah. Like the, the, yeah, <laughs> that's the only answer. Anyone who says anything different is fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> The assault course. I would have killed it yeah. in the assault course. True or false? Oh, but it's so good, man. I had a great <laughs> arm. Like, I would have fucking chucked that thing at them. Like, I honestly yeah. believe that I'd have, I'd have hit the target uh, with the RPG right out of the gate. Like, right out of the gate. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the horrible Nintendo video game? No, I'd never played it. There was an American Gladiators Nintendo. Maybe it was Super Nintendo. Oh I can't remember. But like, oh, it's so bad. But that like they try to recreate everything. It's just not a good game. But it was a great idea. <laughs> Zach, you get to show a group of aliens who, let's presume they're hostile for a moment, and frankly, mm-hmm. fucking aliens aren't poking around here for kicks like on summer vacay. If they're here, it's bad news. They're a group of aliens. They want to watch a basketball game. Which one singular player are you going to make sure is in that basketball game and why? Shaq. Okay. You want it um, here? So you, yeah. It, okay. it, it's going to be the picture. It's going to be the shot of him. Just dunking on Todd McCullough over right. and over. And I would say, go ahead. Bring your biggest and baddest. We've got fucking Shaq. A great answer. Fantastic. Uh, Zach, name someone on NBA Twitter you're certain you could beat up. Everybody. <laughs> Zach, you're in comedy, but you're also in sports. Who's the funniest athlete of all time? Oh, funniest athlete of all time. I, 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 God, I hope this doesn't make you mad. It's Larry Bird. Larry, Larry <laughs> no, Bird's the funniest athlete He's ever. very yeah. funny. Yeah. His answer when they're Bird. like, could could this dream team beat your dream team? And he's like, oh, they'd have a, they'd have a chance. You know, we're, we're 50 years old or whatever the hell he yeah. said. That's a, he played that perfectly. That's so good. Yeah. We'll find that clip, put it in the socials. Uh, what, what makes you feel old? What makes you feel the oldest? Is there something you can think of that makes you just feel super old? Uh, my oldest niece just graduated college. Ah, yeah, that's good. Mine yeah. is when people call outfits fits. I won't ever do that. Oh, I, hate I think it's. That. I think that is. It makes my skin crawl when somebody says, "You know who, make, Look at you know who makes me feel old?" It, along those lines, Tyler Hero makes me feel old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Tyler Hero. I don't you get see the whole his shirts thing. and his yeah. pants and stuff. Yeah, you're stupid great bucket answer. hat. Like I just don't get it. <laughs> uh, last question. More important, you're doing great. What kicks the most ass? Ooh, um, you want to kick some most ass? Maybe this is this is not going to be a great answer. Not looking for me. Taking a shot of tequila with no lime, no salt, just doing it straight. As miserable as it makes me, I always do it that way and just keep a stone cold face on it because I'm just like, 
Yeah, I got it like that. I don't, by the way. I want to throw up immediately, <laughs> but that is what that's what kicks the most ass. Fantastic. Drinking alcohol straight and then kicking dude's asses on <laughs> what NBA a terrible Twitter. answer. Fantastic. No, it's great. Uh, you, the last thing I we I asked about your parents to cut you off. That was. I, what made it so great is that you were earnestly going to dive into how much you love your father which I, was, I loved yeah. the cutting that yeah. off that was fantastic yeah. for me thank you for giving me that you mentioned last episode that your father hates Andy Van Slyke which again brought me a ton of joy <laughs> sure does <laughs> Uh, any other random people that your father hates I just want you to talk about give you give you a chance to talk about your old man uh, any other random people that your father hates um, whoever is on the team that he's decided not to root for in a Got game it. and it's random, he'll just decide like, I want the Warriors to win tonight. Right. And I don't know why. It's Got just like it. something right. happened that clicked it for him. And then he'll just text me. <laughs> well, these refs are really favoring the Hornets. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, they're not. And like, it's half of our conversations are just like, Ooh, these refs said are against, are, are against LeBron. I'm like, they're not, I promise they're not like, it's just not a thing. <laughs> I love that. That's good dad stuff yeah. right there. Uh, yeah. My mother uh, thought, she said this once, I'll never forget as long as I live. I don't remember what I was watching, but she went, that's he, he, that's the ugliest person I've ever seen. And it was Donald Sutherland. Do you remember the, you know the actor? Donald Sutherland? Yeah. yeah. Donald, I don't know where that came from, but my my mom was like, I I think he's so unattractive and I don't like the way he looks. Donald Sutherland's the ugliest guy. So that's my that's my uh, random person, my, one of my parents. Wow. Yeah. I can think of a lot of actors who are way uglier for than Donald sure, Sutherland. For sure. Let's name yeah. some. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> we got to move on. The next credential. We would name some, but we got to move on to the next credential. It is the cosign, Zach. The floor is yours. The microphone's yours. Does this Carmelo Anthony moment belong in the first belt Hall of Fame and why? Is it good enough? It's a tough question. We got to be serious here. Is this thing mm -hmm. good enough to get in? Visually, it is hilarious. Yes. Visually, yes. it's it's all time because you do, like, you, you, there is a moment where, especially early on, where you think, like, oh, he's faking. Yeah. He's pouting. He's yep. frustrated. Yep. Whatever. Um, the pan, I mean, the fact that the Thunder play five on three and turn it over immediately. And then it's Russell Westbrook. And it's a young yeah. Russell Westbrook, right? And that J.R. Smith gets the steal. And J.R. Smith sees his teammate, again, splayed out on the ground and just like, I got to get this up. And he travels and he turns it over. So yeah. now we finally have a break in the clock. And it's Adrian Dantley walking out on the floor. And like, Melo's still out there. And it's just like, his teammates are kind of checking on him. But they're also like, fuck this guy, man. Like, we, like, we know he's leaving. Like, we don't, like whatever. Like, Melo's like, we, we, we tried with this, right? And... And it's just like there's so many things, and the announcer like they're gonna play. Let's go! And like, oh, you know, Kevin Durant is sturdier and stronger built than you think, and everything. Every part about it is Hall of Fame worthy. But first ballot, I didn't remember it. That's the thing. Like, That's, I didn't uh, remember it, and I think it has to be something yep. that is top of mind. Like, you started mentioning all these funny moments in NBA history. Yep. All those are top of mind. Like, yep. all those I remember right. vividly. Yep. I didn't remember this one really much at all. Right. Uh, I also love that it's it's my guy, James Herbert, out, at yes. Outside the NBA yes. on Twitter. I worked with him at CBS. He's, like, the nicest dude in the world. Fantastic. He's, like, he's such a good good basketball person so i love that it's his youtube account that yes. had it so that brought a little bit more <laughs> yes. like heart to it for me but i cannot i cannot put this in first ballot hall of fame i think it's a hall of famer but it cannot be first ballot because it was not top of mind i really appreciate how seriously you're taking this and i'm going to totally agree with you it's the induction speech i, I can't put the, it, this is this was so much fun to talk with you about in specific 
And again, this is like, you know, having you back on with something I want to do because I so enjoy it because I want to be a friend. And I thought, why not do that over over a podcast, becoming a friend? But also, it was like, well, which moment do I want us to talk about? And presenting you with moments, it's like I get to open the books. I get to open up the concept and be like, which one of these things are we going to get to talk about? I'm so glad that you picked this because it was so much fun to discuss with you. But ultimately... I had just as much fun running through all those other moments uh, that we discussed in, in our test of time. And for that reason, I'm not going to put it in. This is a great sports moment. There's no question about it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's you should incredible. all watch it and enjoy it. It's, it's, it, it will fill your heart. It's, it's lovely. It's, it's, it's absolutely hysterical. But it's not a first, there's just not enough to it. It's very funny. Not enough to it. I'm going to keep it out. I'm so sorry to Mello and to JR. You, you, Mello's got the, the glazed donut face ass tweet in. <laughs> JR Smith, it's just a matter of time before we put one in. Listen, yeah. you, someone's coming your way, buddy. Uh, Zach, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you were fantastic again. I really appreciate it. What can you plug? How can people follow you? I don't know. You know what? Uh, sign up for the bouts. It's an email newsletter from The Athletic. It's the only thing that we do that's free. So you, if you've not subscribed to The Athletic, well, it's the only thing that's not behind a paywall. Subscribe to The Bounce. It's theathletic.com slash The Bounce. I write it every morning. Shams Tarania puts in some good tidbits every morning. It is just like if you were mildly amused by my voice in this, it's me just trying to be funny about basketball and be informative. And uh, and I it started uh, the end of January, and it's going really strong right now. So I'll just do that. And then uh, you don't have to listen to it, but subscribe to Cinephobe and, and download the episodes. <laughs> As long as I get those stats. Yeah, just need those just need those stats. Mute it and let it play all the way through and don't skip through the ads. Zach, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Oh man, always a blast. That's it. That's the show. My big thanks to my new good friend, Zach Harper. We're already texting each other back and forth. We might be doing it right now. You don't know. That's what friends do. They text each other. We're friends. My thanks to Zach, a favorite guest of ours here at the show. Truly first ballot family. Support him, we're all we got. My shout out today goes to my guy Springs on Twitter at 5PRINGS. That five looks like an S. You get it. He's been a supporter of mine for so long. I really appreciate him listening to the pod and, of course, telling people about it. This pod is what I care about now. Shouts to Springs. Thank you, sir. First ballot is produced by Jessica Sang. Our producer at Ball's Life is David Ashramskis. Rhythm J makes all the beats for our show. Follow him on social at Rhythm J. Robbie, Bobby, Arucci edits our show and edits for me forever rate and review us if you would please the show keeps growing follow our socials and please come back next week for more first ballot.